To all who come to this happy place. Did you just shut up, shut up, shut up? Welcome. We've got all the vital information for you. The poop to do review for number one and for number two. The poop to do review. If you love the moves that are at Disney. Welcome back to another fun-filled, riveting, edge-of-your-seat, action-packed episode of the Poop-Dee-Dee Review Podcast. I am your host, Lou Review Matt, and I am once again ever humbled by your presence here with me today. Thank you so much for joining me on another on-the-road edition of our little podcast devoted to using the bathrooms at Disney Parks and Resorts. As Pete Werner would say, I have a little housekeeping to take care of before we get down to the nitty-gritty. Love you, Pete. A couple of items. Number one, I just want to express my gratitude to all of you. Uh, I'm recording this as I'm driving between jobs, uh, and uh, as some of you know from previous podcasts, I haven't flown since the coronavirus pandemic started. I'm recording this in December as I've got uh, in the middle of about an eight-hour drive, Um, and I uh, so I apologize for the background noise. But be that as it may, I, I just want to say thank you so much for your willingness to subscribe to this podcast to listen to this podcast, to continue to frequent the WDW Lou Review blog, uh, that website despite being on hiatus uh, or uh, sabbatical for the uh, pandemic uh, due to me just not having a lot of time right now, is still getting hits. And, uh, and I thank you for the emails and for the Facebook posts and the comments on the blog. Uh, it's, just, it's just amazing to me that in the middle of a pandemic when many lives have been turned upside down, that uh, and, and certainly there are much more important things to uh, learn or pay attention to than discussions about bathrooms at, at, at our favorite places on earth, uh, that I still had that kind of support. It, it truly is touching and it certainly motivates me to, to keep up the good work. And so just really from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm recording this in December and uh, I anticipate this will probably air in late January or February. But just know that moving from one year to another, uh, you know, we have time to reflect, and I just, uh, it really touches me that you all have uh, have been so supportive. So once again, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, and, and know that uh, that there's someone out there who really appreciates you and is thinking about you uh, in what has arguably been, for many of you, the most difficult year of your life. Housekeeping number two, uh, item number two, I want to give a shout out to my good friend, Jesse Viseglia. Jesse, if you've listened to the podcast, you, you know that Jesse is a... Uh, is a fellow podcaster. His podcast is, is, is much better than mine. It's called the WDW Big Q Podcast. If you've not listened to it, uh, go to your favorite podcast app and go ahead and subscribe. Listen to a few episodes. I promise you, you you'll uh, it will remain on your playlist henceforth if you do. But uh, Jesse's uh, second uh, album is dropping. So for those of you who don't know, Jesse has uh, a last, in, I think at the end of 2019, if I remember correctly, Jesse released his first album, which is Off Ride Audio. Uh, where he took uh, audio bits from uh, different cues and rides, but also just composed his own music, his own lyrics for other songs, and came up with a fully original album with songs uh, that are about uh, attractions and things to do at Walt Disney World. I will tell you, there's nothing out there like it. Uh, Each song is its own genre. 
Uh, he takes you on a journey, and uh, if you've not listened to it, you, I would encourage you to go to his, his YouTube page, which is WDW Big Q. Uh, WDW Big Q. Q is in the letter Q, not the line Q. And, and take a listen, and uh, know that his second album, which is aptly titled Off-Ride off Audio Volume 2, is dropping soon, if it hasn't dropped already. Uh, I have, I'm a patron of Jesse's, and I have been privy to most of these tracks, and I can tell you that this is one of those occasions where the sequel, much like Empire was to A New Hope, is better than the original. Uh, I just, I can't recommend it enough. All of the tunes are catchy, and you'll find yourself humming them, uh, and I, I, I promise you it's time well spent. So uh, head on over to his YouTube page uh, and toss him a like and subscribe. Toss him a, uh, hit the bell button too so you can get notifications when, when he releases new content. Because he has much more than just music on his YouTube page. He also reviews the trash cans of Walt Disney World. You thought I was getting specific. Jesse's looking at, at waste bins. Uh, but it's, it's, it's humorous, it's funny, it's, it's you know, clearly lighthearted. But I just, uh, the guy does great work. So uh, subscribe to his podcast, WW Big Q. Go over to YouTube, subscribe to that, to his channel there, and, uh, and uh, turn on your notifications there. I know he would appreciate it. He's a, he's a wonderful human being who shares the same passion for Disney World that you and I do. And with that, housekeeping is done. I dust my hands off and get ready for uh, the real meat and potatoes podcast. So we're going to go right into this. And again, by the way, uh, my apologies for the background noise. Uh, I, the road noise can't be, can't be helped. If it's distracting to you, I'm sorry. You may, Maybe it's good white noise for you. Maybe you'll go to sleep. I don't know. But uh, at any rate, thanks for being tolerant of that uh, as we move forward on, the, on this particular episode. Uh, hopefully in the next few months, I'll have the uh, equipment set up and we'll be able to record with much better audio quality. But I, again, I appreciate your, your patience with me on this one. All right. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, I'm going to tackle something that uh, I have, for the last five years, have been asked to talk about. So as you know, as I mentioned at the outset of this episode, I have a blog. And in fact, the podcast was born of this of my blog. The blog is titled uh, WDW Lou Review. Lou is L-O-O Review. And you can go there to www.lewreview.com and you'll be able to see about, I don't know, I think I've reviewed about 60 different restrooms on property. So uh, so go through there, see if you can find your favorites and, uh, and uh, maybe some ones you haven't been to. And uh, take a look inside. At any rate, one of the questions I'm commonly asked, uh, both on the blog and in through communications about the podcast, is when are you going to review the Tangled Bathrooms? You know, the Tangled Bathrooms are my favorite. Why haven't you reviewed that one yet? Why don't you talk about the Tangled Bathrooms? We love the Tangled Bathrooms. So I wanted to take uh, a few minutes today and make that the. 4 miles. Oh. Keep right to State Highway 206. Thank you, Ways Lady. Uh, sorry for the GPS noise. Uh, at any rate, I wanted to take uh, devote this episode to discussing the Tangled Bathrooms. Uh, what they are, why I haven't talked about them or reviewed them yet, and also what their inception meant to the future, which is now, by the way, of Disney Park and Resort restrooms. So first of all, let's, let's tackle the Tangled Blues, all right? If you're listening to this podcast, you're, you're, you're a fan of Disney World, you have to have gone to the Tangled Bathrooms, right? If you haven't, I'm not sure that this episode is going to be very gratifying for you. But just suffice it to say, these are great bathrooms. We all know them. We all love them, okay? They're wonderful. Um, you know, when the Department of Blue Imagineering, and I don't know if there really is such a department, but I really would like to believe there's a, a closet that got converted into office space, and it's occupied by one guy who has a small desk and a desk lamp, and uh, he's coming up with bathroom designs at Disney World. But at any rate... Uh, 
you know, the, the, that department did a, a fantastic job at designing a themed restroom. And, and, and in Magic Kingdom, no less, where most of the bathrooms are just pretty lackluster, to be honest with you. Uh, many of them are showing their age. Uh, many of them are not well-themed to their environment. And so to drop a, a restroom like the Tangled Restrooms into a place like Magic Kingdom really just set them apart. You know, uh, my first visit to Walt Disney World was in 2012. I was, I'm a relative neophyte to, to Disney parks and resorts in that regard. But I, I can remember them being present at that time. And it didn't really strike me as uh, something that I should be excited about until uh, my second or third trip. And by that time, I'd use other used other restrooms on property. And, you know, when I approached those, those restrooms again, I realized what a commodity, what a cool place these bathrooms are. Now, why are they cool? Well, let's, I'm going to pretend like you don't know what, don't know what they are, but I, you, you know, you know why they're cool, right? I mean, these are, these are well-themed bathrooms. Let's start with the exterior. All right. So first of all, you know, the bathrooms are located in a replica of the town square in Rapunzel. Uh, you've got cobblestone streets, lots of cool places to sit. There are the uh, floating lantern, not floating lanterns, but they're, they're uh, uh, colored, colored pieces of paper overhead which glow at night, uh, giving that floating lantern ambiance that we want. The music that's playing is from Tangled. Usually, it's most, most, most commonly, it's the, 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 the dance music that Flynn Rider and Rapunzel dance to, you know, and immediately transports you to, you know, that, that, that village uh, in, in the kingdom there. Uh, and then you look at the exterior of the bathrooms themselves, and I mean, what can you say? They're just amazing. You've got uh, one bathroom that almost looks like a, the men's bathroom, looks like kind of like a stockades. Uh, and then you've got the women's restroom, which looks uh, uh, a little bit more, uh, uh, I'm trying to say, more like a, a cylinder, um, and maybe a little bit more uh, Tuscan in its, in its design, but very beautiful and, and feminine in its own way. Uh, and then, you know, I can't speak to the inside of the women's loo, but I hear lots of great things about there. But if you walk into the men's restroom, oh my gosh, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Not only does it have updated fixtures and really cool flooring and, and uh, rich wood tones and very masculine tones, but then everywhere you look, you've got the frying pans, you know, which was the weapon of choice for Rapunzel throughout the movie. Um, and then, uh, you know, in, in just inside the restroom and then certainly outside the men's restroom, you've got wanted posters, you know, for all the, uh, all the villains that we met at the uh, Snuggly Duckling. And so it's, it's just an exceptionally well done and especially stands out among its peers at Magic Kingdom and really on, on property everywhere. <clears throat> so we love it. I love to go in there. I think it's a great experience. It's certainly an amazing, an amazing place. So why haven't I talked about it yet? Well, a couple of things. Number one, we all know this bathroom. And I, I'm not sure that we all stand to benefit from talking about a bathroom that you know, we, I mean, as much as you can, that we hold near and dear to our heart. Um, it's a place to go to the bathroom. It's really cool, but we all know it. I would venture to say that the, if you're listening to this podcast, you spent some time kind of nosing around the exterior and interior of, of the bathroom there, and you've appreciated it for what it is, right? And so I, I feel like that uh, there's enough of a spotlight shown on this bathroom. Oh, and by the way, tons of people have featured it online. You know, it's just, it was just kind of a big thing online. So uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, uh, attention paid to this bathroom. And I didn't feel that I was in any big hurry to add more attention, to heap more attention onto it, basically. Uh, in addition to that, it, it's very mainstream. And, you know, nowadays it's chic to be geek. You know, yeah, the, the mainstream... Keep, oh, keep right sorry about that. State Highway 206. Mainstream is not as cool as kind of trying to find things that are maybe a little less... 
uh, noted, or maybe a little off the beaten path, or a little hidden gem. Two State Highway Two O Six. I'm gonna kill her. Uh, a hidden gem of a bathroom that maybe you don't know about, that you can discover on your own, or that you can discover with a little guidance from my blog or from this podcast, and say, "Wow, I had no idea this one was here." Continue well, straight well, for twenty minutes to farm. You're not going to say that about the, the Tangled Loop because everybody knows about the Tangled bathrooms, you know. So I think the main, the other thing is, I think it's it's already heavily featured, and I, I'm not sure that it needs more attention. And so uh, I think those are the reasons why we haven't talked about it yet. The one thing that I think is really interesting to talk about, though, is the impact that the advent of that restroom in particular has had on Disney parks and resorts. So up until that time, you had some fairly nondescript bathrooms. Uh, if you, for example, the front of the house at Magic Kingdom is just the bathrooms up there at the fire station and, um, you know, just off Main Street. Um, it's just, you know, it, it, there's just not a whole lot to say about them. Um, I don't know that they've changed much on the inside since park opening, certainly not in the last 20 years. Uh, it's not saying anything bad about them per se, but there's nothing really unique about them either. They're just, you know, place to go poop. Uh, however, with the advent of the tangled restrooms, suddenly we began to see the loo landscape change. And now we've got a really cool train station themed loo in, in Storybook Circus in Magic Kingdom. We have a revamp of Cosmic Ray's bathroom. And with the advent of Pandora, we have Pandora-themed restrooms. Uh, they're not really well-themed on the inside, but the exteriors are awesome. Um, and then most recently, and most notably, we've got, well, we've got Toy Story Land and Galaxy's Edge bathrooms, both of which are heavily themed. And you can tell that someone took a lot of time and effort and put a lot of thought into making the bathrooms feel as though they belong in the land that they're at. Whereas some of the older restrooms, uh, and again, I'm not saying anything bad about these restrooms. I mean, as you all know, some of my favorite restrooms are at Epcot, and they're not really themed to anything in particular, but I like them because they're old, you know, and they just capture that sense, that feeling of, you know, 1980s nostalgia. But, but until that point, up until Tangled, bathrooms really weren't themed to their areas, not that much. So, to, so to, to look at the Tangled restrooms, you can appreciate them for what they are, which is a very unique uh, evacuation experience and, and heavily themed, but you also have to look at them as a turning point and that they have changed, forever changed the landscape of new bathrooms on property, you know, from here into eternity. And I think that uh, we owe the Department of Lou Imagineering a debt of gratitude uh, because of what they stand for, what they stand for on their own and what their advent meant to uh, forthcoming loos. By the way, if you haven't been to the Toy Story bathroom, go check out the blog. I did a great review of it. Uh, it's it's well liked by uh, many uh, WW bathroom insiders. I, I think the uh, the exterior in particular is well themed. And if you haven't had a chance to go to Galaxy's Edge, even if you're not a Star Wars nerd, go to Galaxy's Edge and really spend some time in the two bathrooms there. I have not formally reviewed them, uh, but I will tell you that uh, both of them are unique in their own right. And uh, when you walk into those bathrooms, you do, are not suddenly transported to, you know, a, uh, just a bathroom on Earth, but you're taken to a restroom that could easily fit into the Star Wars universe. And once again, I think uh, Tangled deserves a nod uh, to, because of that. So uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. Um, I'd like to hear your thoughts on the Tangled bathroom. Are they, uh, are they worth the hype? Are they overhyped? 
you know, what do you think about them? If you've had any experiences in the bathroom, besides the obvious, you know, I'd love to hear about that too. And then lastly, I'd like to hear it, your thoughts on the influence of the Tangled Blues on, you know, the advent of uh, some of the other more recent well-themed blues on property. And lastly, in particular, my Anaheim friends, my West Coast friends, I would really love to know if there are themed bathrooms on property at Disneyland. Certainly, Galaxy's Edge has them. I'd be shocked if they didn't. You know, Marvel? Marvel Land? Oh my gosh, that's going to be awesome. I cannot wait to see what kind of bathrooms they have there. But if there are any other well-themed bathrooms in the area, I would love to hear your stories about that. Please reach out to me. I love talking to the people who are interested in talking about this sort of thing. Reach out to me at www.loo.review at gmail.com. That's my email address. Or you can always go to the to the blog at www.lubreview.com and leave a comment there. You can also go to our, our, our podcast website, which is on BuzzFeed. And, uh, or rather, Buzzsprout. She's not BuzzFeed. <laughs> Buzzsprout. And, uh, and, and leave a message there. But I would love to hear from you guys. Truly would. We also have a Facebook page, www.lubreview. And uh, a comment left there, I usually return within a day or two. So let me know your thoughts, your comments, and, you know, really just reach out to me about anything. Anything bathrooms related, uh, I, I would love to hear your thoughts. At any rate, guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode. Once again, thank you so much for your time, your attention, and your dedication, and your subscriptions, and your, all of your support. Uh, I, uh, I know we're in 2021 by now. I know the vaccine is making its way across the country. Uh, I hope that it is as successful as it's being touted. I hope that we are beginning this, that we are at the beginning of the end of this pandemic and that life will soon, or soon enough, probably not soon enough, but will soon return to normalcy, whatever the new normal will be for us. But most importantly, I hope that we can all find ourselves wandering Main Street, wandering Hollywood Vine, Sunset Boulevard, uh, saying Jumbo in Africa in Animal Kingdom and uh, watching Harmonious at Epcot very soon. And I hope that we can enjoy uh, a little bathroom break while we're there. Guys, as always, I wish you the best. Bottoms down and thumbs up. I'll catch you next time.